Welcome to what's new on the scene. Today I'm chatting with Earl and the Torpedoes. Would you like to introduce yourselves and the origins of your band? Okay, so I am Earl of Earl and the Torpedoes and I started the band about two, three years ago. And yeah, I play guitar and I'm a songwriter and singer as well. I'm Jace and I'm, I am a torpedo. <laughs> and I um I play bass and I probably started playing with you guys about a year ago or so. Yeah, I think it's coming up to about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Tom. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, I'm Tom. I I guess I'm lead guitarist. You could say. Um, how long have I been in the band? Oh, probably like over half a year, or the same. Yeah, as the, about the same time as Jay's, maybe okay, almost. Almost. Yeah. Time's been yeah. flying. I want to say. I want to say eight months or nine months. Yeah, we'll I'm that. definitely. I'm definitely alpha to you, but like <laughs> a, a couple months, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> When did each of you become interested in music and do you play any instruments outside of what you play in the band? So I was interested in music about eight years old or something and I started off playing drums to begin with and then I moved to guitar about four years ago and just sort of started work from there. So basically just sort of guitar and drums, I guess, and vocals for me. Kind of a jack of all trades, yeah. mate. Yeah. I am... Um... I probably started, I've always loved music in terms of just like consuming it and listening to it. Um, I probably started playing an instrument about four years ago as well, guitar. Um, and I play in a, another band as well called the Goodangs and do like a little bit of solo stuff as well. But um, just like little shows and stuff like that and I sing a little bit. But um, I'm also playing bass a bit. It's just cool playing a couple of different instruments. You're playing pretty different and just learn different things from different people too. Like the more people you kind of interact with. But um, yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I probably, I've always kind of liked music growing up for as long as I can remember. Um, and I kind of would like just fiddle around with a guitar when I was super young. Um, but I guess I first probably started playing, I think I was like 11 or 12. Um, so I've been playing since then. And then, um, I play bass as well and I mess around on the drums and piano a bit, trying to get better at those, but yeah, probably guitar and bass are the main ones. <laughs> Have each of you always wanted to be musicians and play in a band? Yeah, ever since I can remember, it's just been my dream and I'll continue to live it till the end, basically. So, yeah, since I can remember, basically. Yeah, I, I used to really want to be in a screamo band, like I actually was when I was way younger. And that was like, I used to not like music without screaming in it, basically. It was all parkway drive and all that. And then now it's like, yeah. I just love being any way, shape or form involved with the scene. It's just so, such an inclusive sort of thing. It's just really fun and there's, there's no experience really like it, I don't think. So, yeah. Um, I've got a bit of a different answer, I guess. Um, I, when I was younger, I sort of thought that it wasn't very possible to have a career in music. Um, and then as I got older, I just realized how much I actually wanted to do it. And then I got to the certain age where I was like, oh, it is possible. And then I was like, stuff it. I'm just going to give it a go and yeah, see what happens. So, yeah. Good on you. <laughs> you. What is the creative process like and do you have any advice for new artists to improve their songwriting? Well, my creative process is just keep going, basically. Like, dig for the songs. Like, force yourself just to keep writing every day and just don't give up, even if it gets hard. Um, so, yeah, that's basically two answers in one, I guess. Are you, Jess? Yeah, I suppose, um, yeah, it's sort of... Like, I guess for me, com composing in, in this particular project, I'm, I'm kind of like in a mindset of, I guess, accompanying more so. But um, 
it makes you look at things in a pretty different way. So it's sort of, yeah, for me, it's just like trying to like put myself in there and make sure that whatever I'm doing serves the actual purpose of the song itself in a way. So you kind of need to leave your ego behind a fair bit when it comes to like playing in a band, like you've all got to work in a kind of well-oiled sort of machine manner. So there's not really room for like just kind of trying to go overboard one thing or another. It's all about kind of like making sure that where you sit fits in well, like definitely still expressing yourself, but just making sure that what you're doing is aiding everyone else as well. Yeah. It's the Ringo approach. The Ringo, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely similar to you, Jace. Especially like um, lead guitar, you kind of, Earl um, writes all the songs. And then as a lead guitarist, I kind of just add stuff over the top to what he's got to try and make everything, like do what I can to improve things basically without taking away from what Earl's doing. So very similar to Jace, but yeah. Have you ever written a song and known that it had the potential to be a hit or a song that all of you would be proud of? Um, never a hit because I'm not after that in my songwriting because it's so subjective. Um, but I like to write songs for the band that I'm playing with that I know like Jace would like and so Tom and others. So yeah. yeah. I suppose like to me a hit's just like when you've got people at a show that are just clearly like enjoying what you're doing and like if you can keep people kind of moving and keep that energy up then it's like I don't think there's anything better than kind of doing that in general anyway. Yeah. So I guess that's... Yeah, it's a pretty epic sort of feeling when that's sort of going on. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about that, I guess. Um, you guys covered it pretty well, I think. Yeah. Sure. What has been the band's favourite gig so far? Oh, um, I think our sold-out show at the Hammo. That was, was pretty really, fun. That was pretty fun. Mm. Uh, yeah. That was the first one off with you guys, wasn't it? It yeah. was, yes. Yeah, that was an awesome was, um, yeah. I got to shock you with the kimono get up yes. too. You weren't, you, weren't like, <laughs> you weren't ready for that one. That was I remember walking out with this like pink kimono and Tom just looks over and he's just like, what? No one's told me about this, eh? Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, so this is what kind of gig it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Hammer's always fun though. Like it's yeah. a good, um, it's a fun yeah. venue. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can all agree that was probably the best one. Yeah. 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 So far. Yeah. So far. <laughs> of course. They only get better, of course. Mm. Yeah. Who are the three most influential people in your lives? Um, Ray Manzarek, um, John Cleese, and maybe my mother, I'd say. But those three. That's, that's a solid answer. It is. I would say my mother, but he said it his mother, so I don't want to copy his answer. But I think my girlfriend's pretty influential, actually. She's an absolute legend and such a supportive person of all the stuff that I'm doing. Like, it's can be a bit hard with, like, I guess, rehearsal practice, like, bouncing back and forth, shows and all that stuff. You do miss things in terms of, like, family events and just, like, just little things like that that, yeah, you don't really expect to be kind of running around like you do. You just think, oh, you join a band, happy to farm. But you do miss a few things there. But um, definitely my girlfriend for just being so supportive. Um, my stepfather's actually quite, he's been quite an influential figure in my life as well. Like he used to wake me up every day at like six in the morning, literally just singing old, old songs like, oh, what a beautiful morning. And we'd all just be beating our heads against the wall going, please stop. But you never forget that sort of thing either. But, um, and he's been really supportive. And I just want to say like Dave Grohl, like I love David Grohl. Like, Good man. Foo Fighters, big fan of that as well. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, I'll kind of, mine's pretty similar to both of yours. I guess 
in like just personal influence and like just life and stuff i'd have to say definitely my girlfriend as well like all the reasons you were saying jace definitely um keeps you grounded and on track pretty much um and then yeah i think my parents as well like just all different reasons but they got me into music at such a young age and have always been really supportive and like anything that any projects i'm doing or anything i want to pursue in music they're always really keen to see what i'm up to and yeah support it so i think those three are probably pretty good yeah what is the band most proud of in your career so far oh, well, we just finished recording an album, so I'm going to be releasing some singles off that soon. So I guess that so far is the most proud effort. Yeah, I think, yeah. Some of those little bass lines that I have on there, I'm pretty proud of. Yeah, like yeah. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's just going back to what I was saying before, not going overboard, but you still have to express yourself a bit. So. Of course. But your voice is also in that as well. So yeah. It's very yeah. important. Oh, it's fun. That's probably, yeah. The, the new stuff we've got coming out is probably what I'm really proud of that nobody yeah. knows about yet. Yes, yes. <laughs> When the world's ready. Um, I wasn't actually in the band when they recorded the album. So I guess my proudest moment would be like just maybe the Hamo gig or a few other gigs we've done, but just when like everything comes together and we're all just playing, we don't have to like think about what we're doing. We're all just like jamming together on stage and it's all working well. I just, yeah, it's always good. It's a good feeling. How do you measure success and how do you go about achieving your dreams and aspirations? Well, I measure success by financially being able to make albums comfortably in my life. So that's that. And what was the other one? What are your dreams and aspirations? How do you go about uh, achieving that? With the dreams, it's more just living life with music and engrossing myself more into music. We like playing drums and, you know, writing songs. And I guess that's, that's about sums it up. Yeah, I think, um, honestly, like success, I think, is where you can sort of comfortably get out there and, and do what you've, like, you've put your heart into something. You can get out there and just throw it all on the line and have, have people react to it in, like, a positive way. And, like, honestly, what people think of, like, it's a, it's a bit of a, a catch-22 because one part of me is, like, I really want people to like what I'm doing, but then the other part of me is just so satisfied in doing the act itself. It sort of gets a bit lost in, like, I don't know which one I really define over the other those like most successful thing but probably just the I guess having other people like enjoy what you're doing is probably the most important thing to me um and I guess was it aspirations the next sort of thing like where, where you want to go next or yeah yeah so like I guess like from here like I just want to play more stuff out of town just start doing a bit more traveling with it and stuff like that as well like just get get ourselves out there and just yeah put it put our name down and have, have a bit of fun basically so yeah um, I guess success for me would be achieving like goals I want to pursue um, and enjoying what I'm doing, hopefully having a career in music. Um, and yeah, just enjoying whatever I end up doing is probably the biggest part of success, I think, is just, yeah, enjoying just day-to-day -day whatever you're up to. And um, what was the phrasing of the other one? Sorry, the phrasing of the question. How do you go about achieving your dreams and aspirations? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I think the most important thing for me when thinking about dreams and aspirations is figuring out exactly what I want to do. And then the next thing is how can you get there? And then what can you be doing day to day to get there? And then just putting in as much time and work as you can in the meantime. And then hopefully eventually like you get lucky or the work pays off, you know? Yeah. What changes have you made since the pandemic and how has that made you look at the future differently? Um, changes. Well, I just want to do more, I guess, the changes. So I can not sit back and not do as much as I could 
could be doing. So delegating more time towards music. And what was the second part of that question, sorry? How has that made you look at the future differently? Yeah, so it's making me want to do more in the music and being creative, basically, in the music industry, being a part of it. So it's after the lockdown, it's basically, yeah, want to do more. Yes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I want to cancel less shows. That's probably the first thing. Um, just having less stuff that like you've, you've banked up all this like energy into like it is, it's such a bummer having something like that like taken away from you when you've got something lined up. You're super excited about it. That sucks. And I guess things I've done yeah. differently now. I mean, really, I'm just, I'm basically just putting way more time into my practice and making sure that like right now when everything's picking up, that I'm ready to kind of go and having everything as tight as I can have it so I can just get out there and enjoy myself while I'm doing it sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, lockdown kind of just makes you sort of think like anything could just change at any moment um, for the better or worse. So it kind of makes you just, well, me anyway, just reinforces like that I want to follow what I want to do and like not waste any time on other stuff. Just try and get in and do what I want now rather than later. And then, yeah, like with the future stuff, um, just same thing again, really makes me want to try now. So then I can have stuff going on in the future. That's what I wanted in the past, you know, rather than just keeping on doing other things in the meantime, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I might do just one more. If that's okay. all good. Sorry. Yeah, that's Sorry. Fine. Yeah. If each of you were to invite three musicians or celebrities to a dinner party, who would they be and why? Well, I would invite Iggy Pop. Ray Manzarek and Karen Carpenter, I think, just because the energy levels be all over the place and be quite an interesting party. <laughs> yeah, that's, an, that's an interesting one, actually. I mean, I feel like I'd have Josh Homme just because I'm a really big fan of theirs, like their music anyway. Um, Dave Grohl, because who doesn't want that supercharged, just absolute machine of a man running around doing the craziest, dumbest stuff ever. And maybe Lucas Nelson, just because he's a really mellow legend as well. And I'd have a lot of questions for him about, I guess, his songwriting process in a few ways. Yeah. And what, what it's like being Willie Nelson's son. That's the other thing. That'd be pretty epic at a dinner party, I think. Yeah. Um, I think... It's an odd bunch, but probably Hans Zimmer because I'm really interested in doing like film scores and stuff. And I just think his career is super interesting, how he keeps evolving and and like making huge waves in that industry. Um, and then Snoop Dogg, I think would be pretty sick because he brings the party everywhere he goes. Um, he'd be pretty fun to hang out with. And then probably George Harrison would be the other one. I think that'd be pretty sick. Just meeting oh, him, talking about music and life and things like that. So yeah, could change any other day though. There's so many people. You you could choose yeah all right um yeah i guess i'll leave it there thanks so much for having me it's been awesome yeah, so far right. sorry i had to go early that's okay <laughs> you busy right. boy much yeah i'm super busy at the moment all right see you guys good luck see with you know. the rest of it right, see ya. thanks amanda Bye, Tom. see you later so now it's just us amanda <laughs> yeah uh so have there been moments in your career where you've been dealt some setbacks and how were you able to recover and rebuild as individuals individuals and also as a band well i guess the setbacks was just all the covid stuff mm. and i'm um, just having those shows booked and then you have to cancel them was just heartbreaking yeah and, and that's um, like it's on everyone's list that it's a yeah bit i of, know yeah it's a bit of a bad um <laughs> Bad time for music, like local yeah. stuff anyway. <laughs> well, everything is, yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's just a, that's a nasty little thing to happen, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
but it does make you stronger because it dealt with so much bad because of it. So you just sort of yeah. became stronger through it. No, absolutely. You know that like, what can happen if worst comes to worst. Even even then, I think as a whole, the industry's improved after it because it, I think everyone sort of looked around and realised, hey, we're kind of out on our own here. Like we're, you've got all these other things that the government subsidise and look out for and sort out, but then like performing arts and that whole industry's had like squat basically come like forward to them. So to be fair, I think it's been epic for everybody to kind of like roll up their kind of like sleeves and just go right oh like let's help each other out too so i think um as a whole everyone's been pretty epic with just kind of moving on and, and getting on with it and trying to make sure that everyone's looked after as well so i guess more unity is probably the good thing out yeah. Of that. yeah yeah what are the three songs or albums that each of you have had on repeat recently well album wise it was more recently um Rayman's Eric, The Golden Scarab. It's always been one of my favourites and I can't stop listening to it. And just The Carpenter's the best off at the moment. I've been really liking it. And maybe Motorhead Bastards. It's a hell of a good album. <laughs> the title says it all. What about you, Jace? I've been listening to a ridiculous amount of Bloody Hell and they're like a, they're a newie band that they've only just put their stuff on Spotify and it's like, they just did this sly little thing where they just chucked it out there and they don't have any socials or anything, but that is just like next level, unbelievable good. Like I'm a huge fan of that. Um, another thing I've been listening to is the Headnests. They're another local kind of newie band. I think they've been, they've been around a while, but I actually got gifted one of their CDs at the Lasso Gary one night and I like went away for a while with it and that's all I played and I still listen to it all the time. Um, and I guess another favourite of mine, I've been listening to a fair bit of Silverchair again, like just that whole frog stomp thing. It's like, I'm just so smitten by that whole, like, I guess grunge inspired, like just filth that comes out of that album. Like it's so good. A 15 year old's doing that. It's just like, it's ridiculous. But they're probably my three for the minute. What has been your favourite venue to play at and what is the dream venue? Well, my favourite has been the last and always will be the last. It's a tough yeah. one to beat. Uh, I know. So I just love the last so much. Yeah. It's such good people there as well and communities are so nice. Well, that's, it's got like a, such a good vibe about it playing there. Like yeah, you, yeah. you've got everyone there. It's like, there's never any like drama between patrons. It's just a real like loving sort of community there. And I think everyone just appreciates like the vibe in there is awesome the public in there is awesome like everything about it works out like it's just perfect um i guess next venues like i'd love to have a little go at the cambridge but at the same time like that's like i guess when it happens that it hasn't really lined up yet but even then like you can't really beat the last it's really hard like as a local venue it's just that good yeah but the dream venue i'd say Royal albert hall mm. dream venue what are your strengths i don't really i haven't really thought venues that much yeah. to be fair it's just like a little bubble in newy yeah are there any artists that you would be interested in collaborating with and have you been able to collaborate with any artists so far um collaborations so i don't know i reckon collaboration locally i mean i'm not thinking vocally but it's kind of funny but we did play with early on we did play with like Taylor and Andrew sort of yeah, no, they're, they're, good. they're probably my two favourite local musicians Duncan as well like, yeah, yeah. People, like they all play them well but they're like literally all wizards of what they do and it's yeah they're they're pretty epic in the way I've never written with them but it'd be really cool to see what you could kind of produce with people that are that that talented on that many aspects but also that like invested in music as well like it's 
it's just a, they're, they're literally as core as it gets in terms of being like astounding sort of like proper musicians that just kill it like it's epic it's probably those guys maybe yeah. or, or <laughs> the um the piano player i've met yeah one hell of a lovely person and he's such a good keyboard player man you know he's got so many i good, know i know good people it's hard to yeah those guys are weapons yeah, <laughs> probably all of the above eight yeah how do you decide on the set list? Well, I, I decide more, I guess, for the venue I'm playing at, where we're playing at. So, hmm. like, we got a show this Saturday, the 11th yes, December. The, the so it's, it's more of a punk show, but so we're playing more aggressive, you know, noise rock sort of set. So, I guess it all depends on the venue. That's yeah. the answer there. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. I guess, like, for me, like, Earl, Earl lays down all that hard stuff and I just have to turn up and look pretty in my little kimono. And, and you, you do the job well, mate. Bring, bring my little <laughs> bass guitar and have a bit of fun. So, yeah, it takes the weight off my shoulders there, which is good. <laughs> Are there any gigs that you've been able to line up for the next few months? Um, so yes, we like like I said, the family show at eleventh of December and a secret single launch show around January February. It's so secret. I know. I don't know about it exactly. <laughs> So I guess that's what I have at the minute other than I do a lot of just single solo little acoustic cover gigs and stuff but like I haven't got anything lined up outside of our stuff and it looks like I've got something coming out there so Ooh, yeah. yeah what are some of the band's goals for the next year well releasing is the biggest goals and even maybe a little tour yeah which would be really fun up the coast or down to melbourne or something yeah should be fun a little roadie but just releasing i guess and a bit more merch like we just released our t-shirts secretly as well yeah, <laughs> yeah we haven't yeah. advertised <laughs> yet but we've already sold out of them so oh really yeah. Yeah. there you so, go yeah to order some the more old word, word of mouth yeah it thing. does work how good's that so would you say like i guess sell more merch play more shows yeah just keep more living music the yeah. best way ever exactly just doing the music thing more joint songs more recordings yeah more all of the stuff it's all good it's all the best yeah. <laughs> do you have a message for any new fans listening to your music and coming to a gig of yours yeah um just follow our socials basically and you get to keep up to date with everything we're doing and um just talk to us after the show because you know we're, we're chatty people you know we like to hear about our fans and what they like about the set list and what they might not like about it you know just just talk yeah keep in touch brace yourselves that's what i have to say brace <laughs> yourselves i'm not a, i'm not as scary off the stage yeah they're not like when i'm dressed in normal clothes and i'm not swinging my hand around yeah going yeah. a bit wild it's yeah like i said we're very friendly people yeah of course and if you like music we like you so it exactly. doesn't matter yeah <laughs> what is a song recommendation for the podcast listeners to check out that they may not have heard of before Ooh. Good question. Um, well, I get the Carpenter superstar. I, I love the Carpenters these days. So it's just this Karen Carpenter. Just got she's got such a lovely voice, and I just can't get enough of it. What about you, Jess? I'm gonna go with the self-titled song on Bloody Hell's album, Australian Underground. It's called Bloody Hell, and it's just enjoy that. That's great. <laughs> I, I'm fond of that. Yeah. Well, it's been great chatting to Jace and Earl from Earl and the Torpedoes today. Good luck with the album release next you. year and the single launch, hopefully, when that gets announced. <laughs> um, and also the gig that's on this weekend. So Perfect. definitely check out all the deeds on their socials and listen to their music 
buy their merch when you can. Um, follow What's New on the Scene on Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. You can listen to all the episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and also Anchor. Check out the reviews on the What's New on the Scene website and also read the first issue of the online magazine available to read on issue. All the links for them are in the bio on Facebook and Instagram, so definitely check them all out. We've been what's new on the scene. See you next time. Thanks, Amanda. Thank Cheers. Thanks. See ya.